Hey guys, and welcome to the latest episode of The Startup Diary. I am Harrison Murch, and I'm with my co-host, Adam Callow. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. If you're new here, this is where we share the highs, the lows, and all the learnings of what it's like to build a business. And if you haven't yet hit that subscribe button, make sure you go and do that. We drop a minimum of one show per week, but depending on what's going on in the business, that could be two, three, four, five shows, however many <laughs> or <it> no takes. shows. <laughs> <laughs> we have been known to drop no shows for an extended period of time. Um, Harry. Adam. You weren't expecting to be on the mics this morning, no. were you? <laughs> I was settling in at my desk and you were like, Harry, get on the mics. <laughs> the reason is I I was thinking about yesterday's show and I, I kind of, as I was driving home, I thought, I, I, I don't feel like I got a, any value on the show for the listeners. It was very just a me lying on the couch and talking about mm. what was going through my mental state, which I also think is important to share because I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners um, going through similar things as me right now and I think hearing someone share the fact that they are also struggling can be quite comforting to people um but I was trying to work out like a framework or some value to give to people to explain my change in thinking over the last couple of weeks and in terms of like my change in thinking it was uh we mentioned the Wayne Gretzky quote on the podcast yesterday which was um skate to where the puck is going not where it is yeah and I was coming into the office basically trying to make sense of what was going on around us today compared to actually thinking about what we can do in the future and position in the business with the right product mix. And as I was driving home, what was something really weird happened. I was thinking about the podcast and right now you're sat opposite me. So I'll do some filler content right now. But behind you, just drop your drop your headphones off. Just behind you, run and grab that book that has Stephen Covey written at the top. Uh, and Harry's just, I'll give you some context. Uh, keep going back, Harry. That's the Coca-Cola fridge. Look for where the look for where the books are. They're, they're the things that have got paper in the middle of them, Harry. Uh, he's trying to work out what a book is right now. Uh, I don't know what books are. <laughs> so as I was driving back, I was thinking about the podcast. And then honestly, I, I remember seeing Stephen Covey's name mm-hmm. behind you on our bookshelf. And it reminded me of a framework that um, is in, it's in this book. Uh, do you want to give the name of the book? It is The Seven Habits of a Highly... Of, sorry, sorry, that's terrible of me. This is, I clearly need to read this book. It is <laughs> The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And it's a pretty chunky book, isn't it? Powerful Lessons in Personal Change. It is. It is very chunky. It's a good doorstop. So th- this is a, I would, I would argue say this is a classic. Um, and there, there, are se- there are seven concepts in there. And one of the concepts in there was actually explained to me in um, in a bit more detail by a good friend of uh, ours and a friend of the show, uh, Jamie Fisher. And I just wanted to share it with people um, because I think it's a good framework to help people work out where they should spend their time and energy as of today and moving forward. And sorry to interrupt. Is that is that a that's the um, low importance? It's the same diagram, right? But it's um, it's the same layout, but a different tool. It's a different matrix. Mm-hmm. It's a lose-win, a win-win, lose-lose matrix. Yes. Um, <laughs> which is probably one we can share on another show. Um, but I just want to share this concept with you guys, uh, which is uh, the circle of influence and the circle of concern. So if you can imagine that they are, you draw two circles on a bit of paper and think of it like a Venn diagram. And this is slightly different in terms of how Stephen Covey talks about it because he considers them as one circle inside the other. But I much prefer the way that Jamie Fisher explained it to me because it just has more impact. Mm. So two circles, um, one, which is the circle of uh, concern, 
and the second, which is the circle of influence. So if we think about the circle of concern, this is everything in your world that you care about. There, there might be lots of external factors in there. So right now, the example is lots of people are worried that the the world is falling apart. Yep. Um, there are family issues. There are health issues. There is everything that you care about um, falls within that circle. And then in the other circle, this is your circle of influence. This is the circle of uh, actions and items that you as an individual can proactively influence the outcome of. And I think where I was two weeks ago is I was spending a lot of my time in my circle of concern, uh, which was me trying to think on a very macro scale, what is going wrong? How do I fix it? Mm-hmm. But I'd forgot to lay this second circle on the top. I'd forgot to lay this circle of influence on top of my circle of concern. So what happens is when you put these two circles together, like a Venn diagram, is the overlap in the middle is where you should spend all of your time. Because this represents things I care about and things that I can influence. Everything that falls to the left and right of that overlap, I either really care about, but I can't influence or I can influence, but I don't really care about. So the reason I wanted to jump on the mics and walked in, I was like, Ari, mics set up, let's go. I've just got a quick two minute show I wanna get out to the audience, um, is I want everyone to take a second today, take 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and draw two bits, two circles on a bit of paper and overlap them and start to write things that you care about, uh, that you cannot influence in the circle of concern. Because what we need to do is understand that they are, they are important to us, but we cannot do anything about it right now. If we can't do anything about it right now, we can't worry about it, we can't spend time and energy on it. Then we can spend lots of time thinking about the things we can influence. I think that's probably a bad use of your time. The key thing is, is working out what is in that central overlap. What are the things that I deeply care about right now and I have an ability to influence? Start writing everything into that center circle and then prioritize your time around that stuff and nothing else. That's what's gone on in my head by me trying to piece together the last seven to 14 days And I wanted to make sure that, I wish I'd dropped this on yesterday's show, but I wasn't thinking clear enough. So I wanted to jump on the mics this morning and share that concept with people. Circle of influence, circle of concern, find the overlap, and that's where you need to spend your time. Yeah, I mean, I I think you've nailed it. Um, And I will, so this book is Stephen R. Covert. I'll put a link to it in the show notes so people can either Kindle it Amazon it. Mind you, Amazon probably takes three weeks to get there now, so probably Kindle is your best bet. Kindle's probably the best bet, but I, I would say don't be put off by how thick the book is. I think right now people have more time than they used to, and there are a certain number of books I would highly recommend. And I guess the level of impact this book has made is this was in the back of my head. The, the tools within this book were in the back of my head, and I thought about it on the way home. I remembered the book was behind you on the shelf, and I realized what the process that I'd done in my own head over the last two weeks was something that I learned from this book and learned from Jamie Fisher. Uh, and I put them together, and that changed my whole mindset and thinking. If you take me back seven days to how I was communicating thinking and the tone of my voice was completely different to where mm-hmm. I am today, I'm in a different state today, which is what's needed for an entrepreneur. Um, and I'd say there's, there's lots of assets and tools out there that you can go and learn. Use the time now to upskill yourself, and this is one of those books. So interestingly, I've managed to uh, flick through and page 81 is where it begins to talk about circle of concern and then circle of influence. Yeah, it, like you say, it's a circle within a circle normally, not a Venn diagram, but the principle is exactly the same because it's, it's, it, it it's, it it's the idea that there's all of this stuff going on, 
but the only thing that you can control is its small circle in the middle. Agree. I think one reason that I would like to push back on, uh, and this is like a classic book, but I still want to say I want to put back, push back on Stephen Alcovey, is I think the, the diagram of two circles overlapping is more impactful for me because what this is saying is everything you can influence, you are concerned by. And I actually think that's incorrect. Because one circle is within the other, it's saying circle of concern, everything, inside that is your circle of influence. Whereas I actually don't think that everything you can influence, you care about. So if you have the two Venn diagram situation, two circles and overlap, mm-hmm. there's stuff that you can influence, but you don't really care about. Because I could go and spend a lot of my time influencing things with other people, but I don't really care about that. So there is lots of stuff that you can influence that you don't care about. So I think the overlapping circles is a better representation. Yeah, I mean, this this looks like it dives into, there's like positive energy enlarges your circle of influence, negative energy reduces and things mm-hmm. like that. So there's obviously, there's, this, it does actually look pretty interesting. There's way more to it than I've covered off on today's show. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> definitely way more. <laughs> but I just generally, I genuinely believe that yep. as a tool set uh, and as an overarching principle, if you are, if you find yourself with more time right now, try and do positive actions. I think it's very easy to slip into negative mm-hmm. attitudes um, negative attitudes and negative actions and being less productive lean yep. into positivity right now um, and go and grab the book go and learn about this and only care about the stuff in the middle um, it's changed my mindset and I hope it changes yours mm-hmm.